here when we heard the news of the passing of Father Anthony we were all troubled of course we remembered his legacy and weren't able to gather as a community to really honor the man for all that he did indeed you all kept him in your prayers in your thoughts and were together in spirit. We were streaming, of course, but it wasn't the same. At the time, many of us spoke, offered a eulogy or remembered Father Anthony. We'll have an opportunity to do this again um, after church in the fellowship hall. But I asked Dan, Daniel, as he, Daniel, if he would offer um, some more substantive words today, a, a sort of eulogy for Father Anthony. We couldn't do it the day of his funeral, so we'll do it today so that many others can hear so much um, that we have to share about Father Anthony. God bless you. Your Eminence, Reverend Fathers, brothers, and sisters in Christ, Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. Christ is risen. Archbishop Anastasios of Albania once compared his life to a candili, a votive candle. He wrote, I am simply a candle that is lit in front of an icon. I shine so that people can see the icon. One day my candle will be snuffed out. When my candle goes out, someone else will have to come and let their light shine before the icon of Christ. The important thing is the icon, not the candlelight. Listen to that. The important thing is the icon, not the candlelight. Father Anthony Conneros's life was much like a candili, a vote of light, that burns before icons, icons here in our churches and icons in our homes. During his over 60 years in the priesthood, the demands made on Father Anthony's time were enormous. Year in and year out, there was no more effective instrument for his spiritual and intellectual growth than books, especially the Bible and the Church Fathers. He would set aside every morning from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. for reading, praying, and writing. He would read a minimum of 50 to 60 books every year. Books were his best friends. He was, to use a good Greek word, a lover of books, a bibliophile. When he appeared before God the Father 
Certainly God said to the angels not bring out the book on Father Anthony, but he undoubtedly said bring out the books on Father Anthony. Because it was Father Anthony's love for books that led him to be appointed by Archbishop Ezekiel of blessed memory as the first librarian when Holy Cross Greek Orthodox Seminary moved from Pomfret, Connecticut to Brookline, Massachusetts in 1946. It was also his love for books that led to him establishing Light and Life Publishing Company that Patty carries on and Paul nearly 55 years ago, and which after his retirement in January of 1993 became his full-time mission. Father Anthony has gone to be with his Lord now, but in a very real way we can still find him very much alive in his writings. He is still a faithful friend, a pastor, a priest, who continues to speak to us today in a timely manner and with a timely faith, the faith that came from Christ, the incarnate Logos, the Word, the Son of God, and the Son of Man. Of all his writings, and he wrote over 85 books and pamphlets, what he loved most were the four volumes of a series entitled Daily Vitamins for Spiritual Growth. Father A loved the verse St. Paul addressed to Timothy in his epistle when he wrote, When you come, bring the books, especially the parchments. We said a moment ago that Father Anthony's life was like a candili, a votive candle, burning before the icon of Christ. And we need to remember that the condili consists of three simple things, the oil, the wick, and the flame. First, there is the oil. This consists of the whole Christian's life as it is lived in communion with Jesus Christ, i.e., one's prayers one's asceticism, one's spiritual exercise, participation in the holy sacraments of the church, especially Holy Communion, reading God's Word, fasting, and reaching out to help the needy in the name of Jesus Christ, who himself said, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. There was an abundance of this oil in Father Anthony's life. Secondly, there is the wick itself, which is the soul, trimmed straight and reaching up constantly to God, eager to receive the light, much like Zacchaeus, who so desired to see Jesus Christ that he climbed the sycamore tree. There was a super strong wick in Father A's life, always reaching up to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And thirdly, there is the flame. 
That is the fire of the Holy Spirit who alights upon the wick and sets it ablaze. The power behind the life of Father Anthony was the Holy Spirit. His overshadowing presence was the dynamis, the dynamo, the power in his life. All three elements, the oil, the wick, and the flame work together to provide light through the oil lamp, through the condili. Without the oil of a prayerful life, the wick would smolder and die out. Without the wick of the soul yearning for Christ, reaching up to him, there would be no light. And without the power of the Holy Spirit, there would be no flame to ignite the wick. All three, oil, wick, and the power of the Holy Spirit, work synergistically together to lead us to a greater knowledge of God, a knowledge that will allow the light of Christ to shine through us, just as it did through Father Anthony. John of the Cross has written, the Spirit is a living lamp of fire, overflowing with love, acting with love, and transforming us into the God who is love. In order to come to know God, then first of all, we must provide the oil, which is a prayerful life, that maintains a living connection to God. Secondly, the wick, a soul reaching up and yearning for God. And then when we provide these two things, the Holy Spirit lands and enlights upon us and provides a flame. Father Anthony asked that I would include these two verses for us today. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor upon his lowly servant. From Luke chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. And secondly, quote, The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me alone, but also to all who loved his appearing. From Paul's second letter to Timothy. One of Father A's favorite expressions, and we all know he loved one-liners. One of his favorite ones is, heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people. Heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people. And in view of this, I would remind you of the hymn we sing as the Prokimenon at the Orthodox funeral service. Makaria iodos iporevi simaron, oti itimastisi toposanapafseos. Blessed is the way where you are going today. 
For today has been prepared for you the place of eternal rest. As Archbishop Anastasios wrote, and it behooves us to hear once again, I am simply a candle that is lit in front of an icon. I shine so that others can see the icon. One day my candle will be snuffed out, and when my candle goes out, someone else will have to come and let their light shine before the icon of Christ. The important thing is not the candlelight, but the icon. The fire of grace kindled by the Holy Spirit made Father Anthony a candle shining and showing the way for all of us to Christ. John writes, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot, cannot overcome it. Christ is risen from the dead. By death, he has destroyed death. And to those in the tombs and to his beloved faithful servant, Anthony, he has bestowed life. To him, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, be all glory, honor, and worship now and forever. Christ is risen. He is risen. Thank you, Dan, for sharing those words. At this time, we're also very blessed to have, of course, His Eminence whenever He comes to visit.